Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay. So I'm going to make sure I get this right because this is kind of interesting. Get your words straight, Jack. So I guess Tucker is going to explain it, and does it include this? Well, I'll just play it. So this is Tucker Carlson from last night and i'm not a lawyer and i don't understand these terms i understand some of what he's talking about but he's claiming that justice sotomayor got a couple of words mixed up in the oral arguments there at the supreme court yesterday now he was uh extrapolating to say you know interesting that they're talking about affirmative action at the supreme court when clearly affirmative action is what landed her on the court and she's not qualified not i'm not making that argument i just think it's interesting that somebody at this level of legal knowledge made this mistake if it's accurate so uh uh 74 there michael during oral arguments sotomayor made a mistake that no first-year law student would ever make she repeatedly confused the terms de facto and de jure. Now, if you're a lawyer, that is an inconceivable mistake. It's like your local service station confusing gasoline with diesel fuel. It doesn't happen because the terms have entirely different meanings. De facto means something that's not in the law but happens anyway. De jure means something that is happening that is sanctioned by the law. See the distinction? Of course you do. And you're not even a Supreme Court justice. But Sonia Sotomayor doesn't see it. Watch. 
So even, the, even if we have de jure discrimination now or segregation now, Congress can't look at that? Because we certainly have de jure segregation. The races are treated very differently in our society in terms of their access to opportunity. We have racial segregation under the law in America? That's what Justice Sonia Sotomayor just said. Why is this one wearing a robe? So doesn't it sound like she got that wrong? Yeah, yeah, she meant de facto. Um, well, and, and Tucker pointed out that one of the justices corrected her at one point. You know, because it's like you correct me, or sometimes you're thinking of something else, you get a word wrong, it happens to everybody all the time, and you think, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I meant... Yeah, if you say the opposite of what you meant, yeah, you, you kind of have to step up and write. Yeah, so somebody yeah. said, yeah. no, you mean de facto, and she just kept going with the, the same... De jour. Yeah. That's weird. Seems pretty... Um, yeah. Seems weird to me. I mean, it's the opposite of what she was trying to say. Because I don't feel like, especially since she did it multiple times, it wasn't just once. Um, uh, and 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 it seems like just because of her profession and and the argument she was trying to make, it would be like if a football coach meant running plays but was saying passing plays. I mean, you would right. you just would never make that mistake. <sighs> Yeah, I yeah. I mean that's that's a shocking mistake. I don't even know what to think of it. I don't know what to I think, think of it either. You know, she was absolutely the product of we're going to get a Hispanic sure. woman. Um on the other hand, I happen to believe there are certainly eminently qualified Hispanic women out there, so I don't think that necessarily. Right. That's what uh what's his name uh, at Georgetown University uh uh Ilya Shapiro. Shapiro. That's what he got so clumsy in his wording. Um, that, you know, I can declare I want a left-handed black woman for a certain job. And it's entirely possible there is a perfectly qualified left-handed black woman in the world. That's not proof that I lowered my standards. But it does open up the question of whether you did lower your standards or not to get what you declared in advance you were looking for. Um. So, yeah, I, I, you can't state unequivocally that that's why she made that mistake, but that's a very odd mistake. Isn't it? I mean, we all get, we, we all were thinking of something else and, and we get words mixed up or something like that. But for me to repeatedly refer to off the record comments as on the record, I just, that would never, ever happen. I thought it was interesting. I, I don't that's know weird. That's weird. Yeah, it's it's kind of disturbing. She a uh, pot smoker? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just asking. Um, all your thinkers seem to be leaning toward the court is going to do away with using race to determine who gets into college. Correct? Yeah, yeah. So it would seem. But it's been that way in California for years. That's been the law. You're saying that they get around it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So then is this Supreme Court ruling going to mean much if there's ways to get around it? Uh, it depends what the ruling says, which I realize is a very fudgy answer. But um, mm, unless, they fudge. Spe- <laughs> unless they specifically forbid race from being a factor at all, because that would be fairly easy to root out. Not easy, but doable. Um then, yeah, people will be able to get around it because they've come up with this, well, it's part of the holistic, listen, we don't admit people based on race or whatever or give them specific points. It's just part of the holistic way we look at things. Or, 
you know, it just so happens that everybody who writes about the difficulties of growing up Hispanic in California, for instance, uh, yeah, they tend to get admitted a little more than uh, than affluent white girls or whatever. Um, so Spe- there are a lot of ways around it. Speaking of fudge, what you did, I feel like fudge. And then I want to get back to the Supreme Court when we're through here with your fudge talk. I think fudge is one of those things. So like pizza, all pizza is good. It's just like it's from good to great. Even when it's not great, it's pretty good. I feel like fudge is one of those things. Great fudge is great, but bad fudge is just horrific. You ever had bad fudge? Or like store-bought, crappy, bad, mass-produced fudge? Just, oh my God, it's a crime. It's been ages. I, no, I can't don't eat a lot think. of fudge. Well, no, I don't eat a lot of fudge, and I certainly don't eat a lot of cheap fudge. Well, <laughs> Fudge is almost entirely a vacation food for me. You go on You're vacation the touristy... and eat fudge. Well, yes. Yeah. I almost never eat fudge in my regular life, but you, you know how it is. You're in a, a Carmel, California, or a, uh, what are some other examples? It used to be Saugatuck, Michigan. My family used to vacation there. Fudgeville, um, Utah. Exactly. Oh, that's that's number one place. But uh, yeah, you, you have these quaint little shops and you go in and you get yourself some fudge. I don't know if I've ever had fudge on vacation. It's usually a holiday hometown home uh, homemade snack for me. Hmm, interesting. If you don't have kids, though, you don't come across these things very often. Like, if I didn't have children, it's quite possible fudge does not pass my lips again the rest of my life. Oh, no. Judy and I, when, when we vacationed together, since we met, we we love fudge. I'll get the peanut butter fudge. She'll say, I'm going to try the raspberry fudge, and then wow. we'll, we'll trade it See, and stuff like that. I don't that. think I've ever had fudge on vacation. So, oh, so yeah. now I'm glad I brought it up. You're a fudge connoisseur, and you've been holding that back on us for all these years. I- might be an overstatement, but yeah, I do enjoy freshly made fudge. It's, the, it's among the great. It's proof God loves us and wants us to be happy. You're the Robert Parker of fudge, it turns out. If there is that, where do I apply? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. There's a lot of money in that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Durr, getting back to the Supreme Court, if I might. Michael, jump on Mike if you like. Um, yeah. Uh, do you have access to uh, yesterday's? Yeah, sound I have them all clips? three of them in front of me. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, let's start with Justice Kagan in 71 here. I guess what I'm saying is your brief, and this is very explicit in your brief, is like it just doesn't matter if our institutions look like America. Um, You say this on page 11 in your reply brief. And I guess what I'm asking you is, doesn't it? You know, I wish we had longer clips. These clips are too short, Hanson. They're too short. This is a show that is willing to take on ideas. I'm curious to hear how she was answered. My answer to her would be, of course, it's preferable if people are represented in the universities, but you're going about it backward, as I was uh, talking about last hour. You don't get diverse universities by lifting people up who aren't qualified. You get it by beefing up elementary education and, and making sure people value education in their homes. It's longer and it's tougher, but that's clearly the answer. Uh, Justice Roberts with another overly short clip. I don't see how you can say that the program will ever end. Your position is that race matters because it's necessary for diversity, which is necessary for the sort of education you want. It's not going to stop mattering at some particular point. You're always going to have to look at race because you say race matters to give us the necessary diversity. Yeah, excellent point, I think. Well, and throughout Obamacare was not a tax, but I agree with you there. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, way to throw away your credibility there, Taxi, taxi McTaxface. Um, 
just so you know, in case you're not hip to this, uh, throughout the Supreme Court's history of looking at affirmative action, they always ask the question, look, is this permanent? And the people in involved with arguing in favor of it always say oh no 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 it's a temporary measure to get to a state of greater equality but no no of course not permanent because racial quotas are a terrible idea and so the supreme court is saying look we've been hearing the same thing for like 50 years when when and there's never an answer for that uh this is seth waxman uh who's relating race to oboe players and roberts pushes backs go ahead Race in some, for some highly qualified applicants can be the determinative factor just as being the, a, you know, an oboe player in a year in which the Harvard Radcliffe Orchestra needs an oboe player will yeah, be the tip. We did not fight a civil war about oboe players. I, we did fight a civil war to eliminate racial discrimination, and that's why it's a matter of, of, of considerable concern. That would really have been a waste of lives. I would have been a pacifist. Certainly a conscientious objector. I'm not charging no hill. <laughs> no. Now, clarinet? Maybe. Certainly s- an exchange of artillery. I saw this tweet about the whole conversation there at the Supreme Court over the race-based admissions. The always fun tension between, we don't really use race much, it's just as a tiebreaker, and the sky will fall if we're not allowed to do it. Oh, that's some great commentary. Yeah. We, race is only a tiebreaker if every if every other thing is equal and stuff like that. But if you eliminate it, it'll be the end of everything in the world. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. And, and as always, uh, their utter contempt for hostility toward diversity of ideas on college campuses this day these days is such a monumental problem i mean the universities are burning down and they're arguing about the composition of next year's freshman class because if we lose ideological diversity and the free exchange of ideas on our universities and we have to a large extent then right then none of these other discussions are they're trivia with all due respect to the racial problems in America, if you destroy your university system, ain't nobody gives a flaming bleep who gets in and who doesn't. And you're working to destroy it as fast as you can. You a fan of TikTok? Most people are. I don't have it on my phone. The FCC says he doesn't see any way we're going to not ban TikTok in this country because it's the evil Communist Party running it. If you haven't heard more about that, yeah, TikTok might be going away. Interesting. Among other things, on the way. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Chick-fil-A may pioneer an interesting idea for the new version of the work week. Hit you with that in just a second, but I just came across this poll from Nate Silver's 538. Which candidates likely U.S. voters say they'll back in next week's election? Republicans, 41%. Democrats, 41%. That's close. Hmm. Uh, 8% independent, 8% don't know. 
That's just a general, I guess, because it could be your house, could be your senator, could be your local whatever. Right. And if you... Man, we are evenly divided. I mean, it's shocking. You 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 come up with 340 million people, you wouldn't think you could come up with... It's like flipping a coin, you know, a gazillion times, and you got exactly 50-50. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in terms of the House, I think that's a more meaningful number or a couple of numbers than the Senate because the House is proportional on population. Because um, the Senate, like every single one of those 41% uh, who say Democrat, might be in big blue cities. True. But uh, I tell you what, why don't we all gather on election yep. night and see what happened? I agree. Chick-fil-A coming up with this idea. They're going to try it at one location. Uh, you work three days of 14-hour shifts. How many hours is that? 30 and 12, oh. 42. 13 or 14-hour shifts. They get it to come out to oh. 40, 40 hours. Well, but only, I'm working Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm working from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Kill me. Ain't nobody got time for that. That's a particularly <laughs> hilarious use of that clip. I don't know. When I was younger, I'm all over that, man. Now, no, with kids and everything like that. But when I was younger, when I was younger, I worked those shifts all the time, like six days a week. So three days are completely decimated. You rush home to sleep. You immediately wake up. And show up to work again. Three days ruined. Ruined. You're every- working. That's what you do for a living. You work. Okay, um, fair enough. Um, I mean, then four-day weekend every and again, week. Again, I, I spent many years doing this every day, six days a week. So the idea that you could, and I'll bet we have a lot of people listening right now that are doing the similar sort of thing. So, but the fact that you could do it for three days, and again, you kind of got to be young and childless to do it, but... Three 13-hour days, and then I get a four days off? Woo! Are you willing to do 14 hours of radio three days a week? Because I'll do it if you will. <laughs> God, I used to do like six hours in the country station. They were back-to-back. The There was a country station, AM station, then an FM rock station, and the, and you would face each other. There was a big window. I don't know why we faced each other. But I would do my like six-hour country show, walk through the glass door, sit on the chair on the other side, and do seven hours on the rock station. Back wow. to freaking back. It's Hey Bale Jack with all your country favorites. Then you'd walk through the door and be, I'm Jack Stone with Steppenwolf. <laughs> God, those were long days. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <clears throat> Man, I'll never forget. After I got sacked from my first radio job, uh, doing overnights at this station, lonely, playing sad, blanking music for middle-aged women, and uh, night after night, you gotta have thinking, somebody hanging oh out Lord. with you. That makes it a lot more fun. Um, my no, f- completely empty. My Dad. friend, the Bone Man, would hang out with me, and because uh, he worked the earlier shift, but had nothing better to do, so he'd hang out with me late at night. And we would like during long songs we would do, we would do chair races through the hallways. That's what we did all the time. It was this big building, and you could go around this big loop, and you, the chairs with wheels on them, and it'd fly down the hallways. You couldn't use your legs; it was just your arms on the sides of the walls and desks and stuff like that, timing each other. Those were good times. No, that's nice. That's nice. I just sat there sad. And then they had an opening finally. At that station. I applied for it. She said, no, you're overqualified. Oh, that's the worst thing you can ever hear is you're overqualified. But I'm underqualified for buying food. (laughs) Right. 
Is TikTok going to go away? Or are they going to ban it? They might. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The latest call to ban TikTok coming from one of the five commissioners at the FCC. Brandon Carr says the Chinese-owned parent company can't be trusted with the huge amounts of data it collects on users. Commissioner Carr is saying in an interview that he doesn't believe there's any path forward for anything other than a ban and has asked Google and Apple to remove TikTok from their app stores. Remember, Donald Trump got a lot of crap for wanting to kick TikTok out of the country back when he was president on the suggestion of our cybersecurity people. Then I got hung up in legal stuff, and public opinion, at least in the mainstream media, was against him. Evil, crazy Donald Trump. Now the FCC chairman under Joe Biden is saying he doesn't see a path forward without TikTok being banned. TikTok, by the way, if you're like me, you don't, you've heard of it, but you don't do it. If you're into it, you already know this, but TikTok, as of late last year, since late last year, has been the 
most visited domain on planet Earth bigger than Google or Facebook or Apple or Microsoft or come up with any big name you think there is out there. TikTok is bigger than that by quite a bit. Roughly a third of America is on TikTok daily, and the average viewer, the average American viewer, watches TikTok 80 minutes a day. With youngsters, it's more. Why should more. Why shouldn't you be on TikTok? Well, let's listen to this cybersecurity expert. The kind of data that TikTok collects is theoretically, it's very sensitive. It could be anything from an email address to uh, something as significant as a, 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 a digital print of your face called a face print. A face? What do you say? A digital print of your face. A face print. Okay. It's a clever name for a print of your face. He goes on. The crux of where people like Commissioner Carr start to get worried is, will there be a, is there a firewall or will there be a firewall in the future that would keep that access from extending to the Chinese government? And he and others are suspicious, but there is no smoking gun suggesting that that is what they have done or will do. And, and the, the, the CEO of TikTok says they, they will not do it. How are you a cybersecurity expert? Everything I've read and heard from other people who are what you claim to be is to operate in China, the Communist Party gets access to whatever the hell they want access to. So the idea that there's no smoking gun that the Communist Party is using any of this data TikTok is gathering sounds crazy to me. Well, it's just naive. They haven't done it yet, or or you haven't seen them do it. Yeah. So no, there's no smoking gun, but I mean, Al Capone is in your home having threatened to kill your family. Well, I don't see a gun, honey. I think we're okay. Is there any reason why somebody in America can't just build something that's exactly like TikTok and we all decide, hey, let's quit giving our all, inf- all our info to the communist horde that wants to ruin the world? And do exactly the same over here on Bickbock. My friend, it's all about the rhythms of Al Gore, or as some people call it, an algorithm. It's crazy. Look, do you got a second for this? This is mind blowing. I don't know. First I got all, a lot of TikToks to catch up on. So it's the average cat week. <clears throat> the average American watches TikTok for eighty minutes a day. See, that's what, a very wait, no. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Already. What? Say that that do you, Well, I already did say it twice. You, <laughs> you that missed can't it the first be time. True. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Two thirds of American teens use the app, and one in six say they watch it quote almost constantly. The average American watches eighty minutes a day. Yes. I have never watched a single minute, so somebody's doing a lot of minutes to make up for me. Oh, exactly. Yeah, almost constantly in the case of young people. Like I told you, my daughter threw it off of her phone because she realized it was sucking all her time away. Now, listen to this. This is how it works. And uh, and TikTok's hugeness around the globe, Jack established, it's monumental. Uh, More than just a hit, TikTok has blown up the model of what a social network can be. Um, uh, Silicon Valley taught the world a style of online connectivity built on hand-chosen interest and friendships. TikTok doesn't care about those. Instead, it unravels for viewers an endless line of videos selected by its algorithm, then learns a viewer's tastes with every second you watch, you pause, or you scroll. You don't tell TikTok what you want to see. It tells you, and the Internet can't get enough. Um, then they go into the ubiquity of the thing, the billions and billions of views. How does everybody, everybody have so much more time than I have? I don't feel like I could squeeze that into my day. 
Even as the app is transformed into a public square for news and conversation, TikTok's opaque system of promotion and suppression fuel worries that China's aggressive model of Internet control could could warp what appears there. Uh, Many users are already self-censoring, adopting a second language of code words uh, in hopes of dodging the app's censors and preserving their chances at online fame because everybody wants to be uh, an influencer. Uh, they talk about high school teachers who are just so used to catching glimpse of it in class, hearing it in the hallways constantly. Um, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So TikTok starts studying its users from the moment they first open the app. Jack, you're talking about you want to know what's going on. So you want to mm-hmm. grab the app and do it. It shows them a single full screen, infinitely looping video, then gauges how they react. A second of viewing or hesitation indicates interest. A swipe suggests a desire for something else. With every data point, TikTok's algorithm narrows from a shapeless mass of content to a refined, irresistible feed. It is the ultimate video channel, and this is its one program. The For You algorithm, as TikTok calls it, gradually builds profiles of users' tastes, not from what they choose, but how they behave. While Facebook and other social networks rely on their users to define themselves by typing in their interests or following famous people, TikTok watches and learns, tapping into trends and desires their users might not themselves identify. See, that's where it gets really scary. I've got a friend who's an AI expert. I'll have to ask him about this because this seems like where we're going with artificial intelligence. And this is only going to get worse uh, as AI gets better at predicting what we want in ways that we don't even know. Yes. And so yes. it sounds like the Chinese just did a better job of coming up with the algorithms on this. But even if we ban TikTok, there'll be other domestic ones. They aren't spying on us, but they're, you know, wasting as much of your time. Right. Yeah. Two different questions, both yeah. of which are very, very important. So there's there's more to this, and I found it fascinating. I hope you will, too. Uh, TikTok fans say they've been both surprised and unsettled by an algorithm that can read them eerily well, showing them videos they never searched for or even realized they wanted to see. One creator's parody of an algorithmic flowchart narrowed from teenage thirst traps to moms and lumberjacks before reaching, quote, videos only 10 people understand, uh, which is kind of funny. But um, <laughs> what's and- moms and lumberjacks? What's that mean? Uh, I, I, I use your imagination. In Just few places, it. in few places on the web can match no TikTok it, Michael. And uh, a few places on the web can match TikTok's constant promise of surprise delight. If a viewer doesn't like what's on, there's always another video one swipe away. Uh, from the outside, watching someone use TikTok mostly looks like mindless swiping, but this system of serendipitous reward is the app's backbone, and it turns entertainment into an endless game. And anybody who's ever doom-scrolled through Twitter or Facebook knows exactly how this feels. Every swipe could bring something better, but viewers don't know when they'll get it, so they keep swiping in anticipation of something they might never find. It's satisfying enough to keep people interested, and so unsatisfying that they don't want to stop. Again, and this reminds me of what the insidious snack food companies have done successfully through science in the lab. They design tastes that are tantalizing, then vanish quickly. So you constantly feed your pie hole more and more of it to get that taste. It's satisfying enough to keep people interested, but so and so unsatisfying that you can't stop. 
And TikTok tells advertisers that these, quote, continuous cycles of engagement make it more memorable, emotional, and immersive than TV. You scroll and you scroll and you scroll and it's, you can't stop. See, I'm almost scared of it. I feel like you should be. That couldn't happen to me, but I suppose that's a ridiculous thing to say. Um, uh, I don't have TikTok. I've never used it. I feel like I shouldn't. The problem is, well, like you said, this is two stories. One is it's going to be banned in the United States because it's a communist party stealing information and creating profiles and doing all kinds of horrible things. Now, come on, China. The other part of it is that the algorithms exist to do this, to predict things you want, you don't even know you want, and keep you engaged forever. Google's only mad that, that somebody else came up with it first. I guarantee you. Yeah, and everybody's trying to uh, to come up with stuff that's similar, as you pointed but out. But in the near future, YouTube will be like that. All of the search engines, TV, music, everything will be like that. You'll be constantly being bombarded with things that just tickle the 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 biggest needs in your personality in ways you didn't even know. How freaking frightening is that? Well, the the particularly insidious part of this, or uh, Meta has reels, YouTube has shorts, is that you can. Uh, you know, you can't play me a 12 to 30 second song and 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 I'll be, wow, that was great. I want to hear the next 12 to 30 second song. Yeah. Well, right. Exactly. But videos, videos of humor or, or pratfalls or information or whatever. Yeah, you could do something that's 10 to 45 seconds. Absolutely. You can reel those off. No pun intended. One after the other after the other. 80 minutes a day for the average person on TikTok. And one teen out of six says they watch it almost constantly. Wow. Jeez, the, 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 that hurts my heart. The opportunity cost there. Oh, yeah. Of all the other things you could be doing. Is, is anybody going to learn to play a musical instrument? Or paint a painting? Or fall in love, for God's <laughs> sake. Jeez, fall in love and have babies. That's already, off the, that's already off the list. We already know that's no longer happening. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. I that might as well be talking about taking a Sunday drive in the Model A. God <laughs> damn, boy. God dang it. Yeah. When I force my kids, and I don't do it enough, that's part of the whole, man, talk about a single parent trap, is just TV is so easy when you're trying to keep up. But... Um, whenever I force my kids to turn off the TV and put down screens and everything like that, it's amazing how quickly they get engaged in something that I feel is way more productive. Drawing or building or joking around or Henry's trying to learn <laughs> how to twirl a baton in the backyard or whatever. Mm, but nice. um, <laughs> Yeah. The things that you will come up with, because you're going to occupy your time with something. You're not just going to sit there and stare at the wall, but it forces you to do other things. But man, if you're watching TikTok more or less constantly, you're not doing anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and just one more note on the China thing. Occasionally, one of us will ask, or a listener will ask, well, what... What is China getting that we should care about? You know, because everybody has your information, blah, blah, blah. You know, one of our listeners, I'm pretty sure it was one of our listeners, wrote in an email. Fellas, if you accept the fact that in the modern world, information is power, well, don't limit your analysis to your own imagination. You know, the powers of your own imagination. If the communist Chinese know everything about everybody, let's start with blackmail Go to emptying your bank accounts, 
Um, you know, disrupting this, messing with that. Just don't trust us when we say they'll find a way because they're really good at it to use that information. Text us if you're using TikTok quite a bit. And please be honest about this. Um, I'm not going to make fun of you or anything like that. I just want to know, do we have people listening that use TikTok an hour and a half a day or more? Text line is 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. We will finish strong. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yes, we know there are other things like TikTok out there. That's not really the point. So the FCC is talking... There's no real way around banning TikTok because of their association with the Chinese government and everything like that. And I know that YouTube and everybody else is trying to come up with the same sort of thing, a whole bunch of short videos. But if they don't have the same brilliant algorithm for predicting what you're going to like, that's where all the money is. That's where the that's where the rubber meets the road, right? 
Well, and there's something for being something to be said for being the first in. I mean, if I have tried TikTok and I love it, I'm not going to try the others. Probably, I got to think that that's particularly brilliant work that they did on the algorithm there at TikTok. Now, mm-hmm. how easy that would be to replicate, I don't know. Alex was talking. Uh, your wife is on TikTok. Give me an example, because this actually frightened me a little bit. How what she's into and how I could see myself getting sucked in. You know, we've talked about starting a family recently, just out in the open, and now on her for you page, there's baby videos, parenting videos, different cute baby videos that you would see anywhere. But she's also a big gardening person, so her for you page is full of gardening videos mixed in with those baby videos, etc you're thinking of having a kid and you get hit with really well pointed at you things about things the algorithm has figured out you're concerned about with parenting and it's different yeah Yeah. no and it's like i'm you know i had a rough kind of upbringing with my dad i see a whole bunch of them on mine of you know well-intended dads playing with their young daughter pretending to be a princess so it's it's down to a t with the algorithm yeah, I can see if it was hitting me with you know guitar lessons or various political stuff or whatever. It'd be it'd be it suck me in. We're all going to be uh, subjected to these algorithms in the near future, though. Everybody's going to have this dialed in. And I don't I don't I don't know how mankind is going to survive it. I don't know. Y'all should write me a letter and tell me about it because I'm going to be on a boat, a line in the water, yanking fish up into outer space by their face. Which is the best description of fishing I've ever heard <laughs> from the fish's perspective. <laughs> then I got yanked in outer space by my face. <laughs> and y'all can wrestle with your algorithms and your TikToks. I'm going to be watching the squirrels cavort. Well, if you're watching nonsense entertainment, it's easy to mock that. Although we all need a certain amount of nonsense entertainment to keep from going crazy. Absolutely true. Yeah. Um, but stuff like parenting videos or music lessons, or how do you criticize that? It's just all about the amount, right? Sure, great books turn you on to that sort of thing, but you have to turn off the damn thing. And that's the greatest minds of our generation are dedicated themselves to making it impossible for you to turn it off and go do something. Wow. Hey, kids, it's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty. You'd hate to see the Communist Party actually be able to take advantage of Western society and our decadence in such a way. Here's our host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. It's a chilling thought, Jack. Chilling. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo, our technical director, will lead us off. Michael, final thought? When do you eat fudge? And where's the craziest place you've eaten fudge? Joe and Jack (laughs) love fudge. Let them know. Armstrongandgettyradio.com. That's not that it's, it's Armstrong and Getty.com, Michael. Oh. It's been for years. Oh, Joe You're does fired. his fudges of the world vacations. Oh, yeah. My uh, fudge podcast, of course, I put out every Tuesday afternoon. Uh, young Alex is our behind the scenes producer. Alex, final thought for yeah, us? A lot of people tune into this show for the news of the day, but you haven't talked about the big one. Oprah's favorite things have dropped today, particularly on the list. I like the $150 olive oil set or the $42 bubble bath. Yipes. We'll check that out tomorrow. Uh, Jack, final thought you'd like to share? I did something last night. Speaking of entertainment, I rarely do anything. I went to a concert. It's the first time I've been to anything like that in at least a dozen years. And uh, the inertia of age or something, though, it's just so much easier to not leave your house. I just find it very easy to not go anywhere, park, 
get dressed. All the things that are involved in doing things. Drive home, perhaps exactly. being up later than usual. Right. Terrible. You know, we didn't get to this story today, and I regret it, how picking your nose could increase your risk of Alzheimer's and dementia. Gross. You deserve it. Quit picking your nose. If you pick your nose, you deserve dementia. What? What's you, who's going to have somebody pick it for you? You got you to gotta take care of business sometimes. You can pick your friends. Oh, boy. Armstrong <laughs> and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. <laughs> So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Pick up some A&G swag. The brand new Vacation Fudge t-shirt is available. <laughs> Get yourself a hat t-shirt. The loved one on your Christmas list. They'd love some A&G swag. Drop us a note. To grab the podcasts. All of the podcasts available. Armstrongandgetty.com. No, no, no. Don't touch that. That's my Vacation Fudge. Vacation Fudge t-shirt. Hilarious. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. It's outrageous. It is dangerous. And so grotesque. I want winners. We smell like winning around here. You're a loser. Okay. But this. Look what we got to do to satisfy the uh, the fun police. Well, okay. No! I never had to get it back! God damn, boy. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.